Ladies and very, very bad boys, Andy here, day 242 of the Inner Winner Show. We're going to have a look at the Bad Boy Lifestyle official Instagram account. If you're not familiar with this one, we've checked it out a couple of times previously. And basically, these guys give advice on meeting women, getting laid, that kind of stuff. And most of it is kind of feel-good Instagram kind of motivation that doesn't really mean anything. If you're watching the YouTube video right now, you can see that I've got them up on screen right now. A lot of it is just kind of generic nonsense, but a lot of it is actually good advice. So what I'm doing here, what I've done in previous episodes is I'm kind of going through, reading out some that are a bit silly, uh, giving my take on them, why I think they're not correct or why they're not helpful. And then I'm also going to do a few that I think are great advice and I'm going to kind of freestyle. So this is kind of a bit of fun. We've done a few in the past. These seem to go over pretty well. You guys seem to be enjoying these. So we'll keep going. We'll plow forward and then we'll plow her pussy. So the first one we've got here is give her compliments. I like this one. This is one that I actually like. And I like quite a few of those to be fair. We're not here to shit on these guys. Some of their advice is actually pretty decent. I really like the idea of compliments. I know that there is this thought, especially in the red pill, that you can't be giving a girl compliments because you're stroking her self-esteem and you're stroking her ego for nothing. You're not getting anything in return. You are getting something in return. Giving people compliments feels good for you. Guess what? It also helps you get laid. And I'm not saying that you should sit there and just give compliments out like Candy expecting her pussy in return, but being a little more generous with compliments, being a little more open and honest, being a little more forthright, so to speak, with your praise definitely attracts women to you. Women like guys that make them feel good. Everybody likes people that make them feel good, for sure. And a big part of my foreplay advice and I wrote this in the big Tinder guide that I wrote when I had the section on foreplay and sex. I said, if you're not sure how to dirty talk, just give a bunch of compliments. Like, honest to God, that's how I dirty talk. I'm not some, you know, level 50 wizard who's brilliant at, at dirty talk. No, I just give a bunch of compliments. I look at I look at her body. I look at what she's doing, especially her body. And I say, you know, your tits are so fucking sexy or Jesus Christ, you're so hot or what you're doing feels fucking amazing or Jesus, I love your ass. Stuff like that. That's not even dirty talk, is it? That's just giving compliments. But in the moment, I'm not going to put on the fucking sexy voice because I'm not turned on right now. But in the moment, it comes across a lot sexier than what I'm doing right here. But just giving like plenty of compliments. You'd be surprised how many girls get incredibly turned on by you just giving a bunch of compliments. Now, I guess I can kind of give a little caveat and give some, uh, I can meet the red pill people halfway. Yes. If you're just sitting there giving compliments over and over again as a simp, like a nice guy thinking that you're going to get her pussy. No, for sure. Like that would be a bit silly. Don't just give a million compliments, but the whole point of this self-improvement is getting yourself to a, a point where getting laid becomes a lot easier, right? And women are attracted to you. They think you're cool. They think you're, you're attractive. When you get to that point, it's like I talked about on a previous episode with Imogen where we talked about nice guy syndrome. I think it was the previous episode. When you get to a point where you're really happy with who you are, you've improved your looks, you really like yourself, you're getting laid, 
you just have more to give. You're in a more giving place. You can be more empathetic with women. That's why I wrote that article saying getting laid makes you a better man. The more you get laid, the more you have to give. And so you start dishing out your compliments more because you want to, because you're in a good mood, because women make you happy, because your life is going well. And when you're at that point, yeah, you just naturally give out a bunch of compliments anyway, and then people kind of gravitate towards you. So I do like this one. This is one of their better ones. We'll move on. The next one, now that we've had one we like, we're going to have one that I don't like. The next one says, woman is to be loved, not understood. Bear in mind, English is not their first language, so fun. I think they're from Brazil or something, I forget. But woman is to be loved, not understood. So I fucking hate this one. (laughs) But I really like the description that they've written. So it's like, I'm on the fence here. I I hate the actual post itself. But in the description, they wrote, Women value love and affection in the tough moments of life rather than conversation and solutions. There is some wisdom there. And I'm going to make myself a note here so I don't forget it. So bear with me here. But there's this brilliant video called uh, It's Not About the Nail. Let me write that down. Okay, so that's going to be in the description below. Go and watch that video. Definitely watch that video. That video is fucking hilarious. I've shared that with so many people. And it basically shows you that guys want to fix every problem. That's kind of where we come from. And a lot of the time, a lot of the time a woman does want you to fix her problems, of course, or she does want a solution. But sometimes they just want a bit of empathy or they just want a hug or something or they want you to tell them everything is going to be okay. And that video like summarizes that concept brilliantly. It's so fucking hilarious. It's the funniest fucking video. I love that video. So there is some wisdom in what they're saying here that sometimes a woman just wants it like a bit of love and affection rather than you solving her problems and giving solutions. That said, don't go too far in that direction. A lot of the time women do need a solution because they're just like us. You know, obviously, they're not just going to sit there and say like, oh, you know, all love fixes everything. Affection fixes everything. No, sometimes they do need a bit of tough love. Sometimes they do need a solution. Sometimes you do have to say like, yo, go do this or this will fix your problems. So don't go too far in the other direction. In terms of what the actual post says, like the, the picture, woman is to be loved, not understood. I think that's goofy as fuck. And it comes from this, the red pill has the same, like, Well, the red pill comes at it from the same point of view I am. The red pill doesn't like this saying. The red pill doesn't like the idea that like women are meant to be unknowable and and mysterious, especially the rational male. He has a bunch of articles called like the feminine mystique or the female mystery, something like that. And he basically says the same stuff I say, which is like women are very knowable. Like you can absolutely know women. Are you serious? You just have to pay attention. It's this kind of like the red pill calls it beta. I wouldn't use that word, but the red pill calls it beta to say like women are not meant to be understood. It's like you've given up at the first hurdle. You're not even trying to understand them. Women are very easy to understand. Just try fucking talking to some and asking the right questions. And you figure that out with experience. Don't worry. But women are very easily understood. And so if you're saying, I don't understand women, what you're basically saying is, I don't get it. I'm a guy who doesn't get it. I'm clearly someone who hasn't had a lot of experience with women. Like you're basically holding up a giant sign saying like, I have no sexual experience with women. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Because any guy who's been with a lot of women will tell you like women are easy to understand. Are you serious? Like Chris from Good Looking Loser, 
he had a bunch of articles telling you about women and what they're like. And he talked about how he was able to emotionally connect with them. He was able to empathize and understand a bunch of them, especially like the, the women that came to Los Angeles where he lived. He felt like very in tune with them. Sleep with enough women and or even just date enough women. Spend time with enough women for fuck's sakes. I'm sure Radical, the, the moderator on my forums, would jump in here now and say, you know, just through him being friends with a bunch of girls, he'd be like, women are easy to understand. Are you fucking serious? Why can you not understand women? So I think this is a goofy one. This is kind of what people say when they haven't been with enough women. So the answer is go talk to more women. Go have sex with more women. Be friends with women if you want to. Like Whatever you got to do, just spend more time around women and you'll come to understand them. They're not that complicated, really. They're really not. The next one is the more man you are, the better woman she will be. Yeah, I like this one. I think this kind of goes without saying. The more dominant you are, the more submissive she'll be. If you don't want to be dominant, fine. The more masculine you are, the more of a man, the more feminine she will be. And this is something that you will kind of start to figure out the more you improve yourself, especially if you get to a point where you look really good. I went through a bunch of changes like this. The more masculine I became, and especially the leaner I became when I got really lean and I had abs and a jawline, I'm a little chunky right now, but I'm getting back there. I'm on a, a plan to lose weight. So I'll be there in probably six months, three months. We'll see how we go. But when I lost a bunch of weight and had abs, yeah, women just started being like way more feminine. They already kind of were because I already kind of was fairly like masculine by that point. But basically, the more you improve yourself, the more of a man you become, the more women give you that kind of feminine female energy. It's like yin and yang, opposites attract, all of those kind of you know, cliches. They exist for a reason. It's absolutely true. I definitely agree with these guys here. So if you're not man enough right now, if you feel like you're not as masculine as you'd like to be, maybe go and read the book, No More Mr. Nice Guy. I've talked about that. I literally did a podcast called that several days ago, two days ago, I think maybe a day ago. That's a great book to start with that teaches you how to be more masculine. On top of that, just improving yourself, honestly, just working on your self-improvement. That's the best way to become a man. Hit the gym, lose weight, gain muscle, all that kind of stuff. Dress better. In terms of confidence, a big part of masculinity is obviously confidence. That would just come with time, really, like improving yourself, working on your goals. You start to like yourself more. You start to be more confident. Talking to women, obviously, you need to be doing that too. And the more you spend time around women, the more confident you become. So this next one is some girls will give you a blowjob but won't kiss you. I like this one. I really like this one. So if you're not sure what they're referring to here, they kind of explain in the description a little bit more. Basically, some girls might reject your kiss, but then they will give you a blowjob or they'll have sex with you. And maybe they just see a kiss as more intimate or maybe you're in public trying to kiss them. I can't tell you how many girls I would try and kiss in public. They didn't want to kiss me, especially Asian girls who are really like conservative in public. They wouldn't kiss me. And I, I, when I was like more of a newbie, I took that as a sign of rejection. I was like, oh, fuck, she's not into me. A couple of the girls, I literally said like, oh, do you not want to kiss me? Like, it sounded really needy at the time, but whatever. I wanted to fucking know. And I'm a big fan of like, I'm a big proponent of honesty. So I was like, do you not want to kiss me? And they were just like, I'm sorry, like in my, I really want to kiss you. But in my country, like we can't, like you're not supposed to kiss in public. Like you'd literally be called a giant slut or something. Your family would disown you. And so- you know, it's like, fair enough. We go back to my place and she's happy to make out. Like that happened probably like at least 10 Asian girls that I can think of at least. And so 
don't take a lack of a kiss or a rejection from a kiss or her turning her head or her saying like, maybe not, like not here. Don't take that as a rejection. Still take your shot. A lot of guys think you have to get a kiss before you can take her back to your place. Absolutely not. I talked about this in my Tinder guide. I said, just take your shot. Like you don't even have to kiss her in public if you don't want to. I don't kiss girls. Like I haven't for years. It's just not something I've done. I invite them back to my place. If you're not sure what to say, literally just say like, yo, do you want to come back to my place? Or let's go back to my place and we'll have a drink. Or let's go back to my place and play fucking video games or something. Whatever. Just say anything, right? Invite her back to your place. If she says yes, cool. Take her back to your place. You'll be surprised how many girls will make out with you, have sex with you at your place, but they wouldn't kiss you in public or they didn't even want to hold hands in public. Because there's also the fear of like, what if other people see me or what if my friends walk by or what if I look like a big slut or, you know, stuff like that, right? But back at your place, it's far more intimate. It's easier for them to relax and chill. Yeah. So please don't think that kissing or holding hands or touching or kino, fuck, I hate that word, but please don't think like kino or escalation is necessary, right? Touching and kissing, sure, absolutely can. It can like warm. It's like a, a form of foreplay. It can like turn someone on, it can turn a girl on, sure, but it's not mandatory. A lot of girls just really don't feel fucking comfortable kissing you in public. And you'll be surprised, especially with shyer girls, how many of them appreciate when you, you know, maybe you try and kiss them or you don't at all, but you know, you try and kiss them once and she's not into it, or you just don't even try and kiss her. When you invite her back to your place, you have no idea how many girls will be like grateful for that. They're like, thank fuck you took me somewhere private because I'm into you. Like a lot of girls are really into you. They want to go back to your apartment, but she's never going to say like, can we go back to your apartment? Jesus Christ. No. Why would she ever say that? She'd look like a giant fucking, and I don't like using this word, but she would feel like a slut, right? No girl is going to say, can I go back to your apartment? Plus it's like rude as hell to invite yourself to someone's apartment. So that's never going to happen. So she's sitting there waiting for you to do it. And when you do, a lot of girls are like, yes. And you'll be surprised because you'll be like, oh, I thought you went into me. You turned your head when I tried to kiss you. You'll go back. You'll ask her about it. And I encourage you guys to ask her about it. Like once you've had sex, once you take her back afterwards, just be like, yo, how come you didn't kiss me in public? But then like we came back here and we had sex and she'll just literally say something like, I'm nervous in public. I don't want people to see it. I feel more comfortable back home. I feel like kissing and making out is intimate and I don't want the public to see that. Don't forget that a lot of people aren't comfortable with public displays of affection. They don't mind holding hands once a boyfriend or girlfriend, but if you're dating casually or it's a girl you met from Tinder or whatever, like a lot of girls are not comfortable doing that shit in public, right? Like why would they be? So the next one is don't let fear stop you. And we kind of covered this on a previous Reacts video to the same channel. So I won't go too deep on this, but I do want to read what they wrote in the description. They said, you don't control how you feel. You only control your actions. If you want something, never let your emotions affect your actions. Yeah, I really like this one. This is one of their better ones. So it's kind of like that quote, feel the fear and do it anyway. Or that other quote, I think it was Lincoln or Winston Church or someone like we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. Basically, fear shouldn't be a, a hurdle or a complete blockage. Sometimes you will be absolutely terrified. I've lost count of the number of times I'm absolutely terrified, especially when I start a new endeavor for fuck's sakes all the time. I'm always fearful, but run towards your fear. That was one of the first podcasts I ever did. I think it was episode like five or something or three. It was called like run towards fear. Anytime you feel a fear, that's kind of a sign that like, all right, I, that's something I got to work on. Like, don't let fear be a, be a blockage. Don't let it to be a barrier to success. 
You can feel the fear and do it anyway. I'm fearful all the time. Like, please don't think that you have to get rid of your fear in order to achieve anything. So this next post is really fucking dumb. (laughs) It's really dumb. (laughs) The hotter she is, the more mentally fucked up she would be. What? This is just goofy as fuck. So guys, if you don't know, this is not correct. Like this just isn't like my experience has not been that more attractive correlates with more fucked up. I think in terms of fucked up, it's a pretty even spread across attraction levels. I think the only thing that's a measure of fucked up is like IQ. If you're really low IQ, your life is probably going to be more fucked. You have more of a chance to be mentally fucked up. Bad childhood obviously makes you more fucked up, but being hotter, no, that doesn't really make you more fucked up. Like any guys who've slept with enough attractive girls will tell you like, this is just weird as shit. This one doesn't make any sense. It's kind of one of those dumb cliches that people say, and you got to remember they're kind of confirmation biasing. So whoever wrote this, every time he meets a hot chick, he's going to like kind of, he's going to have a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because he's going to think, oh, she's going to be fucked up. And then at the slightest sign that she is, he'll be like, see, I knew it. See, like maybe she says one thing he doesn't like. And she's like, look, she's fucked up. Then he will go to a less attractive girl and maybe she does the same behavior, but he's just like, he's not looking for it. That's what we mean when we talk about confirmation bias. You're basically looking for it. And at the slightest hint of it, you say, yep, see, I knew it. See, and then you ignore all the hot women who are nice. You literally ignore them because they don't fit your worldview. They don't fit your narrative. They don't reinforce your narrative. You push them to the side. You ignore them. And you just say, man, every girl I meet that's hot, she's fucked up. And then you ignore all the ones who were hot that weren't. So this is a goofy one. If you guys are more objective, you go and meet a bunch of hot women. You'll meet a bunch of like unattractive women. And you say, yeah, the, the fucked upness is kind of like it's an even spread. And I would say if you're attracting a lot of fucked up women into your life, that says more about you than them. Please don't take that as a criticism. I was the king of attracting crazy crazy girls until one of my friends said, yo, dude, you realize that you are attracting all these crazy girls. And I was like, no, I'm not. I just have bad luck. And he was like, no, you're the common denominator. You've had like 10 crazy women in your life. That says more about you than them. I had to go away, do a bunch of thinking. And I was like, holy shit, this guy is right. I am the common, it's my fault that fucked up women are coming to me and that I'm not getting rid of them, that I'm not trying harder to get rid of them because secretly I like the drama. I like crazy girls. It makes a funny, crazy story. And so I had to kind of go through that whole process of asking myself, do I want crazy women in my life or do I want like normal, healthy women? And I said to myself, I don't want any more crazy women. I'm done. I've had enough crazy bitches. I've stuck my dick in crazy like 15 times or 10 times or whatever at this point. It just leads to drama and pain and suffering and misery and fear and heightened emotions and paranoia. It's not good. It's not fun. I worry that they're going to stab me in my fucking sleep. And a couple of them were batshit crazy. I've talked about that in the past on previous episodes. So I kind of started screening those girls out and looking for more normal women. So we'll move on. I don't know. This is one of those vague ones. So this says, be her support. And then the description just says, if you want to keep her. I I don't know what the point of this one is. This is one of those like vague ones that they just say as like a motivational quote that doesn't really actually mean anything. Like be her support. How do you, why? 
In what context? I guess it's missing a lot of context. So if this is a girl you're casually dating, be her support. No. By the fuck, like if you just met on Tinder and you're just only sleeping together, you're not going to say to her like, hey, by the way, I'm here as your support. She'll be like, cool, but like you're just my dick. Like you're just the booty call that I call when I want to have some fun. If you've slept with each other enough times, like maybe five times or something, maybe 10, 15, whatever. Like it depends on how fast you guys are moving, how close you are or how close you become. Yeah, sure. At that point, offer a, a bit of support. I do, to be fair, I do talk a lot about like leaving girls better than you found them, giving them like little bits of advice, like listening to them. You don't have to do anything massive. <clears throat> Jesus, I'm losing my voice. But just like after sex, you're cuddling and, you know, I don't know, she mentioned some problem or something. Just give her like a fucking 50 seconds of advice. You don't have to do a whole lot. And I think you need to like be her support. I guess we could say if you're talking in terms of like long-term dating, then yeah, but you kind of want a relationship where you're each other's support. I don't think you should solely be her support. Now, as the man, you probably will be more stoic, of course. You'll be the rock more. You probably will be the support a hell of a lot more. I'm Imogen's support 75% of the time, and then 25% of the time she supports me, right? Nah, even that's not true. I don't know. It depends on how you want to break it down. In terms of emotional support, yeah, it's like 90, 90% of the time I'm the emotional support and 10% of the time she is. In terms of support with like my coaching and my website, holy shit, she supports me. Like she does a whole heap of shit that you guys don't know behind the scenes. She's basically working a full-time job helping me with my website and stuff like that doing a bunch of research before I, I go on a podcast or before I have a podcast guest. She does marketing. She gets me on other podcasts. That's entirely her. Um, she helps me like with a bunch of like behind the scenes shit. She does like, uh, she uploads all my podcasts. She does all that. She does the editing shit like that. So yeah, be her support. I don't know. This one's just a vague one. I think we'll move on from this one. And this page has to load. There we go. Respect yourself and others will respect you. Yeah. I feel like that goes without saying. Respect comes from yourself. I guess we can say self-improvement is the quickest way to learn to respect yourself because you can't just respect. Okay, here's, here's where I'll criticize them. You can't just respect yourself. It's like saying be confident. And I picked on them for the other one they did a couple of weeks ago, the, the podcast I did a couple of weeks ago talking about where they had one that just said like be confident. You can't just be confident. And I don't think you can just respect yourself. What is respect? Respect is earned. I think we all know that as men and as women, you should know that. But I think every man knows you have to earn respect. You don't just get it by default. And so you can't just respect yourself by default. The same thing applies to you. You wouldn't respect someone else without them earning it. So you won't respect yourself without you earning it. So if you don't respect yourself right now and others aren't respecting you, you need to go and achieve a bunch of things. Start working on some goals, start losing a bit of weight, start hitting the gym, take those little baby steps. You don't have to do anything massive, but just taking those little baby steps, making tiny little changes, sign up for my forums. If you want, post a photo of yourself and say, Hey, how do I improve my appearance? I look like shit or I'm not happy with where I am. Can you guys yell at me and tell me what to do? Start going through those processes and over time you'll start respecting yourself a little more and a little more because you'll see that you're taking action and people who take action are worth respecting and you will just naturally respect them. So you'll start respecting yourself. That will make others respect you. So there is some wisdom in this one. It's also a little off the mark by saying just respect yourself. You can't just respect yourself. You have to do something that's going to make you 
respect yourself and taking action is honestly and achieving goals is the honest honestly the best way to do that i don't even know what the fuck this is no actually you know what we're gonna cover this i do i like that one we're gonna cover that in another episode because there's a lot i can talk about that so ignore that this next one this is very similar to the one they had before where they both basically said like you have to be mr social butterfly this one says be a guy everyone likes no i yes and no so obviously you don't want to be like on one end of the spectrum excuse me where nobody likes you don't be like a complete fucking zero that doesn't have any friends and no social life. Yeah, that's not healthy. You need a support network. You need friends. You need to practice socializing. So you have to have at least some people liking you. I don't think you need to be a guy that everyone likes. You don't need to be Mr. Social Butterfly. I'm not. I have like two fucking friends at the moment. Okay, that's a lie. Three friends. Three friends. I have like three strong, like good friends that I call like my mates. And then I have a bunch of other people that are like acquaintances that I know mostly online. But the point is I'm not super social. I almost never hang out with my mates. I'm too fucking busy with this shit at the moment. I'll start being social in the future. I'm very happy with all this. So it's not like I'm neglecting my social life and shit like that. I guess I get a bit of socialization with my girlfriend and and girls we sleep with and shit. Anyway. I'm not like Mr. Super Social and I never really have been. I don't think you need to be the guy that everyone loves. You don't need to be the life of the party. And I guess in terms of everyone liking you, not everyone in the world is going to like you. I think the way I look at friendships and the way I give advice to my uh, coaching clients is I say, if you're going to go out and make friends, treat it like it's dating. Go and meet a bunch of people, see which ones you click with, see which people like you and want to be your friend. And you you obviously feel the same about them. Be friends with those people. You're not going to make everybody like you. You can't. And I think that's a fool's errand. Trying to make everyone like you, trying to be a guy everyone likes, I think you're just going to end up feeling fucking rejected because at least some people, there will always be at least one person that doesn't like you. That's inevitable. There'll be some grumpy asshole that doesn't like you or some guy that, you know, for whatever reason thinks that you're a dickhead or, you know, usually arbitrarily. Usually not with something you did, but just who you are. They just won't like you. There'll be some guy that, you know, you're black and they're like, no, I can't stand black people. And you're like, well, I can't do anything with that. What? There's nothing you can do. You can't paint yourself white. You paint yourself white. And now there'll be black guys who are like, well, you know, you're a fucking, what do they call it? Uncle Sam or whatever. You know, now I don't like you. So people are always going to dislike you for often arbitrary, stupid reasons. Whatever. Everybody has their own reasons. I shouldn't say they're stupid. They'll seem stupid to you. So it's not possible to be a guy that everyone likes. And I think you're just going to make yourself miserable if you try. So we'll leave it there. We're pretty much at the halfway or half an hour point. I'll come back and I'll do the one that I skipped over before and a few other ones. 